This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the strangers. Lock the door. Pretend you're safe. Boners. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, episode 37? 37. 37. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. You guys already know, but we still. And this time around... We could lie to you. A request from uh, the wife. Your spouse. My spouse. For the strangers. Big fan of the Slaughterhouse Princess. She's listened to none of the podcasts. <laughs> she has found, though, that she can make me watch a movie if I don't want to watch it by requesting it on the podcast. Right, like the one you didn't know you didn't want to watch, but you didn't want to watch it. Yeah. What was the other one she... Oh, yeah. We are what we are. Yeah. We all remember the last 18 seconds of that movie. Super solid last three minutes. Yep. All the rest garbage. But this time around, we're doing The Strangers. The Strangers, starring uh, Armageddon. Starring Woman. Armageddon. And Always Sunny. And some guy who no, was I wouldn't in say, Well, I guess Underworld. so. Kind of starring Always Sunny. Yeah, it was weird. It's got Dennis from Always Sunny and, and then guy from Underworld. And mask people. Yep. Don't forget, what well, I was calling him Corey Taylor, but Burlap Sack and doll face mask and other doll face mask and child later for that also featuring record player later for that so uh we start out this uh film this movie film if you will and there's some kind of like mormon kids yep riding around on their bicycles going up to a house and there's uh we're treated to some kind of like uh 911 call as these kids show up yeah and the house is all ransacked there's bloods and such. The kids look all mortified. And then we jump back. Jump back! Because most of this movie, I guess, is a flashback, technically. Right? Foreshadowing or something. I don't care. Go on. Yeah, it's some kind of literary device. And, uh, we got, uh, Armageddon and, uh... Guy. One guy. <laughs> He's, he stuck with me so much that I would refer to him as one guy. Yep. He said about 26 words throughout the course of the movie. They were like, no, it's... shut up. Yes. What? Yes. Those were, those were his yeah. lines. I will eat ice cream. Ice cream. I will no. get you cigarettes. No. Cigarette. They, they were at a, a wedding or something? Yeah. Mm, bar mitzvahs. And there, uh, something happened that wasn't good. Liv Tyler's got a tear on her face. Yeah. I, I mean, Armageddon, Armageddon, I'm sorry, don't hit me, Chris. Ruined everything. Oh, Chris, you hit me. Why? Well, because you're dumb. I guess, yeah. Don't be so stupid. Why do you make me do this to you? <laughs> do you think I like to hurt you? Now come make me a sandwich. Chris, that's the line. So, uh, yeah, things aren't going great. Armageddon's sad. Yep. Other guy. Tear of sadness. Also doesn't look pleased. He's mad. The, the long and the short of it, if you will. They's a feudin'. Uh, one guy asked Armageddon what so they could get married, but Armageddon and was she like, was all nah. like, panic no. And he had all this romantic shit at this house yeah. out in nowhere. And there's like rose petals and champagne. Farm animals. And like, yeah. That was a different movie. That's hot. Boing, There was some shitty records playing. Yep. And then like, ro- rose petals. We'll learn later that Chris doesn't care for records. These records. Chris doesn't care for records. I hate antiquated technology. <laughs> antiquated. <laughs> I listen to MP7s. <laughs> Uh, for now. 
So they're at the they're at the house, and I gotta be honest, I'm gonna kind of just blow through the first 38 minutes of this movie <laughs> because nothing fucking happens. They're like, oh, we were gonna get married, Wait, but no, no we're not. Forgot. They ran around upset and spooked throughout the house for 38 minutes. Yeah, there was like that was it. She took a bath <laughs> and like looked the, upset. The guy called his friend and was like, man, she don't not want to get married, so come get me. Ate him a tub of that Ben and Jerry's. Drank some champagne. With his iced cream. Like you do. I know when I've had a bad day, nothing uh-huh. makes me happier than a gallon of ice cream and some champagne. gallon of champagne. Ice cream champagne. I make ice cream champagne floats. Ten dollar champagne. I'm a horrible person. So. Excuse me. 38 minutes later, <laughs> Armageddon sends uh, that guy to go get some smoky treats. On account of what she doesn't nah, nah, have nah, any. Nah, nah, nah. The little girl came first. Yeah, some girl knocks on the door and she's like, That's "Is kinda, you gotta, hey, is 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 such Sta- and such there? Is Stacy home or whatever?" <laughs> and they're all like, "Nah, bitch, ain't no Stacy here. We ain't got no Stacy. Ain't nobody got time for that." And and that one guy is like, "Should I go out there? Should I go? Should I go?" And Armageddon's like, "No, you fucking dummy. Why would you?" do that it's just some dumb shit <laughs> that was a direct quote from the movie yeah i have one of them photogenic memories <laughs> i remember all the things memories yeah because i don't know what bugs use light i'm full of chlorophyll botany it's unpleasant so there's there's the door and the girl and she's like hey where's that chick and yeah. they're like not here and she scampers away and then armageddon's like go fetch me some smokes chop chop I can't see why you'd want to marry me, but whatever. <laughs> Don't even take your shirt off. Yeah, I know. Liv Tyler. I'm, I'm disappointed. Armageddon thinks she's too good. And while uh, while that one guy is out getting smokes, Armageddon is accosted. There's uh, there's some knocking at the door. A ruckus. There's some, some rapping at windows. She calls that one guy... She tries to use it her cellular phone, but it doesn't work because of reasons. Uh, no, the battery, remember, she had to plug it in. Oh, yeah, the battery was low, so you can't use your cellular phone when the battery is low. <laughs> so she gets on the landline and calls him up like, hey, man, like, scary Whoa, well, stuff. Land, what? Landline. Is that like a line in the land? Yeah, you got it. And she's like, hey, uh, there's some creepy shit happening. So, why don't you stay on the on the line with me until you get back? Because I'm a scared. Okay, I'm a... I'll hang up. No, I think I think that the the mask people did it. Yeah, they're probably. Who knows? So she tries to she tries to calm down. Cha- relax. Changes clothes. <laughs> That's what I do when I want to calm down. I need to get out of these clothes. Oh, these restrictive clothes. Oh, these clothes. She gets a drink of water. And then we get to see, like, uh, one of the mask guys behind her all like, I'm in a mask. It's all burlap sack. It's all burlap sap, saps. Burlap Taylor. I can't talk good with my word parts. <laughs> Sometimes I don't talk no good. And she is so freaked out that she grabs she grabs a kitchen knife and retreats to the bedroom to hide because she's convinced that there's... Corey, Corey Taylor's gonna get her? Yeah, the, the entire cast of the Slipknot band is there. <laughs> and uh, that guy shows back up with the smokes. I guess, I don't know. That was the one plot thread that I really wanted to know what happened, and I don't know. Did he get the smokes? Does anybody know? Well, the name of the movie wasn't Smokes, Dumbass. It was The Strangers. 
Yeah, but I assume it wasn't somebody he was familiar with who sold him the cigarettes. I don't think it showed her smoke through the rest of the movie. I don't know. Maybe he smoked them on the way back. Regardless of whether or not cigarettes were achieved. Maybe he's aroused by nicotine poisoning. I am. A lot. And that's why I should never go back to (laughs) Idaho. (sighs) So he comes back from the cigarette run and finds uh, Armageddon all, all holed up in the bedroom with a kitchen knife. And she's like, there was some kind of people with masks, and they were doing stuff, and then, and I was scared, so I cut my hand on, <laughs> on a lamp somehow. I'm terrified, shank, 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 and just stab your hand a few times. It'll alleviate your fears. Then you have something real to be worried about. All the bleeding. And he's like, you dumb broad. There's nothing <laughs> wrong here. You're broad. Just because you saw obvious things that were... Was this the point when he slammed her on the ground and we thought he was going to punch her for a second? No, no, that happens later. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> the highlight of the movie. <laughs> so he's like, look, I'll prove it. Everything's fine. Let's just kind of walk around the house, and you'll see everything's cool. And then they walk around the house, and it appears that everything's fine. Because of screenwriting. Yeah. And she's like, man, this shit is fucked. Go get your phone. He's like, my phone's in the car. Fuck. Who's got to go back to the car? Goes to, goes to get it, and some kind of... the. Uh, Presumably, the mask people have smashed up his car. Yeah. Uh, he gets in the car, gets poked in the head. The he f- neck. Head, neck, whatever. Dumbass. He freaks out. He goes in. Armageddon says one of the two things in this movie that makes any kind of rational sense. She's like, ain't there a gun in here? We're in the nowheres. Every place in nowheres has a gun. Yep, Chris is preaching guns at the beginning of the movie. He's one I was. of gun nuts. I am one of those gun canuts. Well, just uh, have a gun. What's wrong with having a gun? See? Have several guns. That's your radical left-right extremism. Yeah, because if there's anything, I Any have... you republicrats? I have political affiliations, and I'm not ashamed <laughs> of them. I voted for the guy that is the popular one <laughs> that the people like at the time. Slaughterhouse Princess is all a trick. It's all a bunch of political propaganda. Yeah, we're super... Uh, Politically. Yeah. Don't blame me. I voted for the hobo guy that lives (laughs) under the bridge. He's kind of fat and he creeps me out a little, but I thought he'd be a good president. Nah, I like Pete. He's okay. Regardless, what the takeaway is, (laughs) we got smashed up car. Yeah. We go inside. Yeah. We look for the gun. We find the gun. Don't know how to put it together and use it. Except for we apparently do. We, we get no, the gun. No, Liv, Liv Tyler did. Armageddon. Armageddon and, knows uh, how to use a gun. Uh, I like the part where he says he has to get the bullets, but it's a shotgun. Can't fire no bullets out of their shotgun. You need shells. Well, now in fairness, you can get slugs for a shotgun. And they're slugs, though. They're not bullets. Bullets are bullets and slugs are slugs. <sighs> Regardless. Who's the gun nut? Who are we going to believe? You, Mr. I Have No Guns, or me, Mr. <laughs> I Have All of the Guns? All of the guns. A third option? I sleep on the guns. I don't have a bed. I have guns. A big pile of guns. Just a pile of guns. (laughs) It's not comfortable, but it makes me feel (laughs) safe. Dangerous as fuck. So they they now have a gun, and... and It's put together by Armageddon. Armageddon puts together the gun. Because the man isn't a man. And, yeah, he's not. He's just a boy in a man's world. That's a good tagline. I'm going to write that down. Get out of here with that. You ain't pitching shit to nobody. So they, they take refuge in some sort of closet, and and uh, that one guy is all, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to sit here, 
And we're gonna ice any bitches what walk us through that door, and we'll make it out of here alive. Yep. And then Dennis from Always Sunny in Philadelphia shows up. Yeah, because he was called earlier. Like, yeah. Because that one guy was like, eh, this didn't go well. Can you come get me? Because I'm all like sad and stuff. I'm a girl. So he shows up to come get him because he's all like sad and stuff. And he goes in the house and gets shot in the face. Shot right in the face. Right in his facey bitch. There's a big nice blood splatter. Boom. And this is the part. Pow right in the kisser. This is the part where the one guy shot him, and it goes out, and he's like, I shot him! And Love Tyler's like, what happened? I like the part how it shows his face hole. That's pretty cool. The leaking one. Leaky face hole for the win. Leaky face hole. And this is when Armageddon's like, what happened? And he, like, leaps on her, oh, pins yeah. her to the ground, leans right in her Don't face. Don't you fucking do it! He's like, no, no, shot the guy! I kill you! So, <laughs> needless to say, things aren't going particularly... Swimmingly. Well. So then, uh, that one guy, you know? Which guy? That one guy. Oh, the guy. From those movies you liked. Dennis? No, not the not the guy from the thing you actually like, from the thing I'm saying you like, because I'm a dick. You know, Underworld movies. Oh, yeah, the guy that was in the movie with Armageddon. Uh, Slither. Yeah, Slither. Or strangers. Perfect. So that one guy goes out to go check out what's going on. Heads outside to the, some kind of barn, but is is accosted by the maskman. Maskman. And then Armageddon's like not feeling so good about all this, so she goes to check out what's happening. Heads to the barn, and finds a what is it, a CB radio in the barn. Yep. And she's all like, "Breaker, breaker, one nine, you got your ears on, come back." <laughs> That's exactly what she said. Again, another direct quote from the movie. Kristen's photosynthesis memories. I'm the best at things. <laughs> <laughs> And she's uh, trying to communicate with some jerk on a CB radio, because all people with CB radios are jerks. It's true. But one of the masked men shows up and smashes up the CB radio. There was one of the masked women's. Yeah, yeah. Mask broads. So uh, Armageddon heads back to the house. And then, heads uh, back, I like that you say it like she just kind of leisurely walked back to the house. It was, she took it a little stroll. She heads was, on home. You know that thing you do when you're acting Takes like... Takes her one of those bleeding, crying, screaming walks. It was like, you know when you do the thing when you, somebody's like, act casual, and you're like, <laughs> It was like that. She was just walking back. Yeah. All, so she Excuse goes back, me. and she hides in a, like a closet or a pantry or something. Yeah. From, you know, the maskman. But the door is made entirely out of two-inch wide slats, and I don't <laughs> understand how nobody saw her. Yeah, that part was pretty fun, because he walked right through and eyeballed them slats pretty good. And then there was stupid dick jump scare. Where one of the maskmen's like, boogity boogity boo! <laughs> That's how it was. I peed. He did. Not during the movie, but right now. <laughs> Shh. And then, and then she's all like, oh shit, it's one of the maskmen. <laughs> and then she's all like, why you be doing this? And then for a minute, I'm giving this movie some credit. Because the maskman's not saying anything and it's just doing some creepy shit with a knife. Yeah. But then the maskman's like, something about like making her pay or some shit. And I was all like, aw, movie. Yeah, Chris was all like, that changes everything. It did. It was a real paradigm shift for me. I know. So she, uh, oh, she scampers back off into the some room. Yeah. And she's all like hiding. But then that one guy, you know, that one guy. The fella from the film. Yeah, he did those movies that uh, had the... We watched. The things in them. Like um, that the, one. Lycanthropy? 
Yeah, perfect. So he's uh he's all like, get out of here, run away, stuff. And she's like, oh, well, run away. You must mean head back towards the sound of your voice, because clearly that's what you said. And then she gets whacked in uh, into the wall by one of the masked men. Yep. And then they're all then they're all tied up in chairs. Yep. And and Armageddon at this point is like, why you do this? Why you being mean and stuff? This is bad. Me no like. This is unpleasant to me emotionally, physically. <laughs> and then her her buddy there, uh, that one guy, you know. From the movies. That one guy. Yeah. He's just sitting there looking like he don't give no fucks anymore. Man, whatever. He's just trying to get a paycheck, man. He's got he's got mortgage payments and like economy, am I right? Yeah, the mortgage economy. Yeah. Topical. So they stab him in the gutty works a couple times. Yep. And then Armageddon's all like, And then she gets stabbed <laughs> in the gutty works a couple of good times. Yeah. And then they take off, they get out, and they, they head off in their pickup truck. They took off their masks, which was stupid, but they didn't show their faces, which was a little okayer. But when they're leaving, they see the little the little Mormon kids or whatever from earlier. And they take one of their sin flyers. Yeah, because they're full of sin, because they just, like, killed some people or whatever. And then, the, and then the kids go, and they find them, and they're looking around, because most 10-year-old kids wouldn't be completely fucking freaked out by a murder scene. Nope, they're just chilling, poking bodies and shit. Hanging out. And they go up to Armageddon, and, and then Armageddon's like, Bleh! and that's the movie. Yep. End. End scene. And that is, to the best of my perfect memory, how that movie went. And I just said a bunch of shit, so I didn't really help with the story. So, just go. You're just going to be a dick about it anyway. I don't even know why it bothered. I uh, I watched this movie whatever amount of years ago, closer when it came out, and I thought it was garbage. And I just watched it again for the first time, and it was less garbage than I thought. It wasn't bad. The atmosphere was good. The music was good. It did the, the thing where you can't tell if the noises in the score are in the score, if they're in the movie. It's kind of irritating, but... Yeah, that pissed me off pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But the sound overall was good. The actors were all right. It's, you know, it's Armageddon, so you get what you get with that one. And then you got Feller. The what guy? Yeah. I guy. love that guy. Yeah, I, you, 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 you've mentioned that. But, it's like Chris said, the first 40 minutes are a bunch of nothing. And then, it, it's, I don't know, it's not bad. It just wasn't very, uh, it wasn't very entertaining. I'm glad it was an hour and a half or so long. Yeah, it was alright. It was better than we are what we are. True. Because at least any of it made sense. So, way to go, Mrs. R. Because you'll hear this ever. I suppose I'd give it about a, uh... uh, Five out of eleven. Eh. It was, uh... It was not... It's it's a weird movie. I've seen movies that are a lot worse technically. Yeah. Like, from a movie-making standpoint... But I enjoyed them more. It was just so... It was toothless. The premise was okay. I mean, it's your average, like, bust into a house in yeah. the middle of nowhere. Horse kind thing. of shit. And it wasn't bad acting. It all looked okay. It was just... There were such giant stretches where nothing really happened. You could skip probably half so, of the So, Chris, movie. what do you think about the movie? And you'd be fine. <laughs> I would say it's not the... It's not... I don't know. It's hard to even put a number on this for me. 
Man, I, that's why I just went 5'11", slightly less than half. It's alright. I wouldn't want to watch it. I'm not going to probably watch it again yeah, voluntarily. It's it's not a terrible movie. It definitely, you can feel its length at times because nothing happens for chunks of it. Yeah. Even once it picks up and then the, like, the masked men are in the house and they're doing things, there's still points in the movie where like five, seven minutes is just Armageddon crawling around, looking all freaked out. Like, yeah, we get it. Like, you <laughs> saw a guy get his head shot off already. Let's just... Let's, had a bad day. We understand as you get her done. Let's do this thing. Let's let's up it up a little bit here. I don't know. I don't think I'd recommend it. If you're into the home evasion kind of things, your newer newer movies, this is like, what, 2008 or Five? something? I don't know. Somewhere I, between 2005 and I don't know if I'd recommend it. It just dragged a little too much for me personally. While not an incompetent film like Bad Kids Go to Hell. <laughs> you leave Troy out of this. It's just not really my bag. It has some cool moments, but not enough for me to say, hey, you should go out and watch it. I will yeah. give it uh, that one guy out of Armageddon. Alright. Yeah. Eh. So, uh. It was alright. So we go on, I suppose, with this Halloween 2 thing. I'm thinking we should, let's just, let's just do Halloween 2. I just want to get it out of the way. I just want to get it done. Let's just do it. You want to do Halloween 2? No, but I want to make it <laughs> go away so I don't have uh, it looming over me constantly. I, no, I, I have no desire to watch this movie. There have only been a couple of movies that I really didn't want to watch so far in this whole endeavor. Yeah. And weirdly enough, they've both been the Halloween movies by Rob Zombie so far. That's not weird. Anybody who knows anything about a good movie knows that's not weird at all to not want to watch those. <laughs> we will still gladly take your request, but I just want to get this Halloween 2 thing off my chest. It's like, it's it's stalking me and creeping around and being all weird. I want a movie worse than Bad Kids Go to Hell. There I have to go. go with Troy on this one. I really did like it when Chris said uh, it was almost as bad as Halloween 2. So if you know of any other bullshit, like Meyer horror movie marathon movies, you know, like the... You get 28 movies on three DVDs for 75 cents for some reason. And the best thing on there is like the Prophecy 2. Send it our way because I like to watch Chris get mad. Or, we, <laughs> we've been tossing around an idea. It's Halloween time. Oh, yeah. And we can't, uh, we can't very well do a scary movie because that's what we always do. Yeah, it's Halloween. So, here's what we're going to throw out there for you, loyal viewers. Find us a good uh, Christmas-themed horror movie. Well, you you'd mentioned one earlier, I believe. I yes. have I have a Silent Prefer- Night, Deadly Night, one and two floating yeah. around in my personal collection already. We could do that. But if anybody else out there has a Christmas themed horror movie, like a like your Santa's sleigh starring Bill Goldberg, Ernest Saves Christmas. It's scary, but I don't know if it's a horror <laughs> movie. Too scary. Too much. Don't want it. <laughs> but yeah, maybe toss that around while you're out there. Working your working your jobs or whatever you kids do in your free time besides listening to top notch podcasts such as this. We assume that all of you just sit around listening to the podcast constantly. I do, all the time. I don't leave the house much. I go out to Chris's long enough to record, and I go back home and rock back and forth and listen to Slaughterhouse Princess and watch my life fall apart. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack for that. Spoken word. Slayer. So say, Brett. What if people have a Christmas themed <laughs> horror movie, whatever, etc. Requests or whatever. You can find us on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can find us on the internet. 
They're both Slaughterhouse Princess. You can find us on the emails at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com for the emails. And we're also on the iTunes at Slaughterhouse Princess. Yeah, maybe shoot us shoot us a review or something. I've heard stories. Tell us some stuff, man. Come on. I've, I've, I've heard that if you review us on the iTunes, it makes us more favorable in the eyes of iTunes. And that's how I judge every aspect of my life is what iTunes thinks of me as a person. It's weird, but he does.